hello and welcome to Farm Buds, compounding professional narratives with student perspectives. I'm Sierra. And I'm Liz. Before we begin our first episode, we wanted to provide a little bit of background on the conception of Farm Buds. As second year pharmacy students here at the University of Utah, we wanted a platform for pharmacists to tell their stories. The name Farm Buds has two meanings. First, Liz and I are friends, so we're buds. But also, BUD stands for Beyond U State in pharmacy. A Beyond U State is assigned to a drug product that is made at a specialty pharmacy for a specific patient and works similarly to a expiration date that is assigned to a drug product made for wide commercial distribution. So without further ado, we'd like to present to you our first episode of Farm Buds. We're just so excited to um, be getting going on our first episode. Um, I think the goal of this podcast is to kind of explore some areas of pharmacy that aren't discussed as much because I think the general public has this perception of um, pharmacists just being um, the person in the white coat behind the the counter in retail settings, but there's a lot of other niche areas, pharmacy, including hospital, and even smaller areas like industry. So our hope is to get some pharmacists that um, kind of encompass these different areas to get prospective students of colleges of pharmacy and current students excited about the profession. Yeah. And like I said, like you said, this podcast is just going to be a way for us to kind of start integrating um, the many hats, I like to say, that pharmacists can wear or do wear. And um, it's it's really interesting because, you know, going into pharmacy school, I I was one of those that just thought, okay, yeah, my pharmacist, I've seen my pharmacist maybe give a vaccine. Um, my pharmacist kind of went over some medications, um, like adverse effects, et cetera, and how often to take it. But, like, there is so much um, that is going on behind the scenes that I had no idea until I stepped foot into a pharmacy to intern, which only occurred until I got accepted into pharmacy school. So I think it, this is going to be a great way for like you mentioned, prospective students and current students and even, you know, pharmacists out there to kind of hear, you know, from either other pharmacists or, or interns and students like ourselves, um, you know, what it is to be back in pharmacy school or what currently is occurring in pharmacy school. Because, you know, things change. It might not be the curriculum, but things change. And so it's nice to kind of see that perspective and that growth. So, um I guess I'm just going to ask you, Sierra, you know, why, why pharmacy? Why pharmacy school? I think it's something that started um, in middle school for me because I really like the role that pharmacists are able to play on the healthcare team. But when I was in middle school, we had to take this, like, pre-ACT, you know, the ACT before the ACT, Ugh. which... They stopped doing a little bit after I was in middle school. But I guess for the purposes of the story, it was good that I took this exam because part of it was this, like, career aptitude test where they gave you a career. And I got pharmacist. And I do not recommend that anybody does that, that anyone out there ever chooses their career based on some career aptitude test. 
Because I'll tell you that long ago and far away, in the dark ages, my mom took a career aptitude test. You know, pages and pages. Okay? It was like this book. Yeah, it was this big book. It was a yellow book. It was like a phone book. Yeah, and then she had to do a supplemental one because they couldn't match her. Man, they were that invested, too. Mm -hmm. And she got fireman. Well, you'll never guess what my mom was afraid of. Fires. Yeah. So I will say that she is not a fireman. But anyway, when I got pharmacist on my aptitude test, I kind of just used it as a jumping off point to sort of start looking into the field. And I learned a lot. I was really interested in clinical pharmacy and the idea of pharmacists being in hospitals and on the floors and following patients. And I got interested in that and just sort of stuck with it. I did a pharmacy technician program while I was in high school and loved it. Um, So I just kind of kept going. That's great. That's great. Um, I chose to enter pharmacy um, for, I don't know, a magnitude of reasons, but one that I don't often share um, is when when I found out I was pregnant, I seriously had like postpartum depression and I didn't even deliver the baby yet. I felt like just, dep- I was just completely depressed. You know, I wasn't ready to be a mom. There was so much fear. It was, it's very scary, right? Being a yeah. parent. Um, and, um, you don't like having a human growing inside of you? Yeah. A parasite. Okay. It's a parasite. It's an alien. It's all the things, but you know what? Now I would never take that back, but it is technically look it up an alien. It's unknown. It's never been in the land before. And it is a parasite because it's feeding. But regardless, is I, I was really scared, right? And so when I experienced this level of depression, I was like, what can I take? What can I do? I, I can't, I cannot take care of a human if I'm in this state of mind, right? And so aside from just going to my doctor, um, you know, I, I, I made really good friends with my pharmacist. And when you're being put on medications and you've been on medications before, there's a lot of things that can interact, right? And maybe not, maybe just not work for you. And so that was one of those issues. And so um, it was my pharmacist who actually diagnosed this adverse reaction between some medications that I was taking. And nobody could figure it out. I mean, I have tried multiple different types of medications, um, brands, and, and we were placing the blame on everything except for a possibility of a drug-drug interaction. And so it was this pharmacist that was able to really get me out of that hole. And the time and the dedication that this individual who doesn't even know me, didn't even know me, I just went in there and was complaining. And uh, this person didn't even know me, and they spent the time to uh, figure it out. It's like, why? Why would this person take the time to out of their day uh, to try and figure out and come to and draw a conclusion as to why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling while I'm on all these medications. And, and that is, and that alone, that not only the dedication, but just like the care for another human being really resonated. And I think that was one of the key take homes for me as to why I chose to go into pharmacy school. I knew I wanted to be in science. I didn't know what I wanted to do particularly. Um, I joke about being a, wanting to be a neurosurgeon and then shadowed a neurosurgeon I said absolutely not you have no humor and all you do is talk about brains all day which is great it's great but like 
you're at dinner and you're talking about a brain. You go to the movie, you don't watch the movie, you talk about a brain. So it's like, you know, I need a new, no, I can't, I can't do that when I'm 90 years old, right? But it was that person and uh, that pharmacist particularly that not only saved me, but really got me back to, um, on track to finish school, go to school and become a better me. So that was what really got me into pharmacy school. And I think you make a great point about how pharmacists do so much behind the scenes that um, I don't think the general public is always aware about. So I think as a profession, it's so important that we find a way to tell our story and be like, these are all the things. We went through your insurance to make sure that they were going to cover your medication and you know, check to make sure that there were no drug interactions with what we have on your list. And here's this little copay card that we can hook you up with and those sort of things. And especially in the specialized areas of pharmacy, like... Um, I don't know if every um, patient at the hospital is aware that they have a pharmacist that's also following them to make sure that things go well Not with their all. medications. Not at all. And, and you know, I, that's, that's another thing is that pharmacists are very, can be and or are very specialized, right? And when we sit and just, we don't just count pills all day, okay? We actually go through and look at charts and look at labs and look at things and consider alternatives and try and find, get, we basically just want the patient, whoever it may be, to have access so that they can feel better because that's what we want for you. And I think that that's everyone's main goal in healthcare is we want our patients to feel better. And we would do anything we possibly could to ensure that the patient feels better. Um, but I think being specialized is an advantage, and that's what pharmacists are. And we then can take our specialty and kind of bleed that into different areas within the hospital. So clinical pharmacology, like toxicology, you know, we could even go so far as administration, business administration, talking about, you know, drug shortages, drug costs, alternatives, therapeutic interchanges. And so we really have this, this small little tiny skill set on drugs which is not really small obviously there's a lot there's a lot going into it but we are so specialized that we can then take that and really amplify other areas of healthcare and and i i'm i'm so excited to be a part of this movement because i really do see it being a movement now we are becoming a lot more immersed mm-hmm. in the realm of hospitals and you know other forms of care transitions of care with patients we're really becoming a critical component of the team. So, yeah, I mean, we need to talk to pharmacists in these different areas. So we hope to have some of them on this podcast with us and just make sure that the public's aware of these things. Um, Which I got to ask, what do you, what do you, what do you, what is the goal of this? What do you think this goal is of, of this podcast is? What do you want this podcast to do for those who are listening? I think the goal is to get current students of pharmacy and also prospective students of pharmacy, like really anyone that's interested in the field, um, to get a broader um, viewpoint of what pharmacists are doing and, you know, see the pharmacists in uh, administration and in the hospital and talk to them and see what gets them out of bed in the morning. Because I think as a student of pharmacy right now, sometimes I just get bogged down in all the studying. And what I really want to start hearing is 
what practicing clinicians are doing and why they are excited about the field in hopes that I can fall in love with my profession just a little more. So you you said something about, you know, wanting to engage with pharmacists. And, I mean, and, and you also did just, you spoke about that you have a passion for, you know, clinical. But, like, I think that this podcast can also be an opportunity to really connect, right, and make those connections. And I think that there is no, while there are different areas of pharmacy, I think that you're still a pharmacist in whatever field you practice. And we all have different exposures, and this podcast can be an opportunity for us to kind of put those together, bring them together, and, and really provide um, you know listeners with an opportunity to see, oh, hey, look, that's going on, and with you know that's something that's happening in pharmacy right now. This is happening in pharmacy right now, and so I'm I'm looking forward to just kind of having an opportunity for people to express what they enjoy and their story, tell their story, and tell. Um, you know, what they're fearful of, maybe, because that's a real thing. There's, we have fears. I have fears, right? And so I think that it's just going to be a, a, a way for us to just kind of talk, mingle, and like better ourselves and share and, and connect. And so that's what I hope that we can do yeah. for this podcast. I would like to hear um, from the guests that we have what they see the future looking like because. I think pharmacists are sort of in this transition phase right now where um, for historically pharmacists were very into the preparation of medications and putting them in the bottles and getting them out there. Well, the distribution is becoming so much easier now. Like we have all these robots and the support staff where you know pharmacists can be more involved in the clinical decision-making piece. And I'm really excited to hear what practicing clinicians think about that and what direction they see the profession going as a whole. Yeah, I agree. I also just am curious, like, why did they get into pharmacy? You know what I mean? Because it's, we're in a different world. Like, this is, like, we talk about, we've met pharmacists that have been been pharmacists for 30 years. Mm -hmm. What was it like back then? Like, compared to now, I, I would be like, it's mind-blowing. We're going to chart some career paths. We We're going to get some professors on here. We are, are going to just start at the beginning. We have to because it's like, wow. I mean, there's no way. Like, there's just so much now. And then the upkeep, all the drugs and all the knowledge. Like, think of what we get every day. It's, incre- it's incredible. So I'm excited just to see, yeah, and hear those stories. So what do you hope to get out of your pharmacy education, Liz? Like, why are we, I guess, doing this podcast, and why are we here as pharmacy students? Hmm. I, I think that <clears throat> pharmacy school, it's not just pharmacy school. Who are we kidding? Graduate school is super competitive, and it's, um, I feel like there's this, this innate pressure. And we it's so lo- easy to compare. It is. And we lose sight of our own true selves and our own our own like our own stories. And when we enter in a realm that is competitive, I feel that we have a tendency to just start bleeding and morphing into the same, right? 
It's like, you know those, you know those movies where that I don't remember. Oh yeah, one on one Dalmatians. Okay, just yep. hear, hear me out. One on one Dalmatians. Remember like in the opening scene and you see that lady, you see a bunch of people walking dogs and their dogs look like them? Yes. Okay. I don't know how I'm drawing this connection, but what I'm saying is we were our own individuals before we decided to come to grad school, right? But then I think we all need to be tailored to be what it is a pharmacist is expected to know. But we lose, we also let that bleed into our own personal personalities. And so we all become very similar. Well, learning with didactic knowledge is a lot, right? Absolutely. So I think one of the reasons why I'm so excited to be here is to just get back in touch with why I wanted to do this in the first place. Exactly. Because, like, studying's great and all, but, like, what is it like to really practice out there? Because, you know, in the classroom, it's all so black and white. Mm -hmm. But let's find a way to start integrating this gray area and make connections and figure out what... It's scary. My practice is going to look like. It's scary. I'll tell you what. I never stepped foot in a freaking pharmacy ever until pharmacy school. Can you hear me? And people are like, have you worked in a pharmacy before? No, I did not. First timer here. But all that I've witnessed in that time, I've seen residents, um, first year, second year, okay? And it's like my knowledge has just grown exponentially. But what I've also learned is to that they the advice that they've given me is continue to keep a piece of yourself and make sure you get in touch with that regularly because you are going to find yourself just studying and you are going to find yourself just trying to, you know, do A to B, B to C, C to D. But keep in touch with yourself because that is how you can maintain and, and, and really facilitate these relationships, these trustworthy, trustworthy relationships with your patients, right? A robot is not going to want to be my friend. It's just going to give me my pills. Thank you, Amazon. Right? It just, it's not going to ask me, how's your day? It's just going to be like, you know, your pills. You know what I mean? So I just want to not lose sight of myself. And I, and I agree with you. I think that this podcast is a way for us to, to do that. It'd be a little weird. But yeah, and I think the other thing is that so many of our professors at the college are involved in so many things. So I think it would be great to hear from them as to like, how do they de-stress and how do they... Um, stay balanced because as healthcare providers, it is important to make time for yourself so that you can take the best care of your patients. Yeah, agreed. I don't remember. I mean, we're going to talk about this, I guess, in other episodes, but that just triggered me for one thought, so bear with me. Remember when we had an opportunity to talk and you asked a question about, was it me or was it you? Who asked a question about how do we decompress? How do you decompress after a day? That feels very Liz. Maybe it was I don't me. think I would have asked that. But yeah, just, we'll go with you. But, it was Liz. But, but do you remember, they just kind of sat there, and they were like, quiet. Because they, I think they also realize that they need to be in touch with themselves. And I think that that's what one of our key focuses of this podcast is going to be, and really allow others who choose to listen, give yourself the time to decompress. Because we are in a very fast-paced, moving world, and we want to do it and get to the next thing. And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about them, but we're achievers, maximizers. And so with that, we really want to just get to the next and be done and complete and, and get to the answer and solve the puzzle. 
but we don't have time to really sit back and, 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 and decompress, which decompression makes us feel better. Yeah. How do we live in the moment better? Yeah. How do we take the opportunities that we get to talk to um, all the different lecturers and how do we connect with practicing pharmacists while we're still in school? Exactly. Exactly. How can we? I'll tell you how. This podcast. We're all going to become farm buds. Yeah. I mean, there's two farm buds here right now, and we are definitely excited to introduce some others into the fold. Well, for sure. For sure. So, I mean, it's going to be fun. I'm excited, Sierra. Yeah, I am too. I think we're kind of drawing towards our end. Thank you so much for joining us on our intro episode. This is the Farm Buds signing off. Until next time, stay stay curious. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Farm Buds podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the University of Utah. FarmBuds is not responsible for and does not verify the accuracy of any information contained in this series. This podcast does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. The primary purpose of this show is to educate, inform, and allow those in the pharmacy profession to tell their stories. Mm-hmm.